Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. There does have to be a point where the people say in a referendum, what is sacred remains sacred. We're not going to let politicians take a war memorial and sell its name to some big corporation with a wad full of dollars. Hi, everybody. I'm Fran Spielman. My guest this week is former Illinois Governor Pat Quinn. Pat, thanks for joining us. Well, thank you, Fran. It's always good to talk to you. And, uh, I really uh, admire the hard work of all the Sun-Times reporters, the hardest working newspaper in, in America. Let's put it that way. Good to hear that. You led the petition drive that shrunk the size of the Illinois House. You did the same for the petition drive that culminated in the creation of the Citizens Utility Board. Now you are proposing two citizens ordinances to get a pair of referendum on the ballot in February. One of them would be a binding referendum creating a two-term limit for the mayor of Chicago. The other one would ask Chicago voters a rather loaded question. And here it is. Shall the people of Chicago protect the good name of Soldier Field, which is a war memorial dedicated to the memory of soldiers who fought for our American democracy by prohibiting the mayor, the city council, park district, or any other governmental entity from attaching a corporate name to Soldier Field or selling the naming rights to Soldier Field in any way. One day after Mayor Lightfoot unveils her $2.2 billion plan to keep the Bears at a domed and renovated Soldier Field, you want to launch this campaign to deprive the mayor of the only funding source she has revealed so far to bankroll that ambitious project. Why is that, Pat? Why are you doing it? Well, number one, I don't think any of the people of our city or state or our country want war memorials, uh, corporate names attached to them. Uh, those uh, War memorials like Soldier Field are dedicated to the memory of men and women who gave their lives to our country, to our democracy, and it's sacred. Uh, and a name means something. And uh, Soldier Field, which was uh, built and constructed in 1924, almost 100 years ago, uh, is a very special place, uh, not only folks in Chicago, but really across America. It stands for the sacrifice of those who raise their hand and say, here I am when it comes to volunteering to defend our democracy. And as governor of Illinois and lieutenant governor, uh, 
I went to over 300 military funerals of service members from Illinois who went to Iraq and Afghanistan and gave their lives after uh, 9-11, September 11th of 2001. And uh, going to those funerals and meeting their families, uh, uh, I saw firsthand what real sacrifice, real service is. And it seems to me the name Soldier Field is all about that sacrifice and service and attaching a corporate name to soldier field is just plain wrong we don't sell the names of our war memorials to corporations uh, uh and that belongs to the people of america the people of chicago and the mayor of chicago uh, should not be in the business of trying to sell the naming rights to soldier field the working group that the mayor charged with reimagining the future of the museum campus and Soldier Field with or without the Bears has said this can be done sensitively, tastefully, uh, to raise money for the renovation by saying, for example, you know, having the name Soldier Field still in the name, having it be uh, Amazon Field at or Anima, Amazon Stadium at Soldier Field or some other corporate name. Why is that not good enough for you? Well, Soldier Field should be the name forever. And that's what it was dedicated to. And in particular, uh, that's why I'm proposing that we have a referendum. Let's ask the people of Chicago how they want to name Soldier Field. Do they want to keep the name sacred or do they want to have Commonwealth Edison Park at Soldier Field? I think overwhelmingly the people of Chicago will vote to keep the name as is. They don't want mayors or city councils or park districts or anybody else taking the name of Soldier Field and raffling it off to some big corporation and then may sell the naming rights to some other corporation. That's just the wrong way to honor the sacrifice of our veterans, our service members. And particularly if you go back in time, Fran, in 2001, even before 9-11, I was involved with veterans and service members and military families and folks across Chicago. Uh, we were trying to stop Mayor Daley uh, Mayor Daly and Ed Bedore, his budget director, uh, had negotiated with the Bears, and they gave them the contract. The Bears had the contract to sell the name of Soldier Field for $300 million. Uh, and then 9-11 happened. And all of a sudden, the mayor said, uh-oh, that's a bad idea, selling the name of Soldier Field. Take that out of the contract. The well, the reason deal. was she was he was trying so desperately to salvage that deal. I was there then, and there was a furor because we were sending our young men and women off to war, and then we were having the the the, the desecration, as you put it, of this war memorial to the World War One veteran soldier field, and so to salvage the deal, Daly did a couple of things. First of all, he he permanently shelved naming rights. And secondly, he rearranged the financing of this deal at a time when there was no tourism, there was no hotel tax, nobody was traveling, everything had ground to a halt. And he assumed the rosy glow of hotel tax revenues at a rate of five and a half percent. And if it didn't grow at that rate, the city of Chicago taxpayers were and are right now on the hook, which has happened a couple of times in recent years during the pandemic. Also, he pushed the debt way out 
ballooned the payments till the end. And so Soldier Field, the 2001 renovation, will not be paid off until 2032. So that's the backdrop in which we have this new proposal that the mayor has to spend $2.2 billion to dome and renovate Soldier Field yet again at the same time that the debt for the for the 2001 renovation has not yet been paid off. What about the wisdom <laughs> of proposing another renovation of Soldier Field to stave off their move to Arlington Heights? Can we afford it? What do you think of it? Well, number one, the people of Chicago do not want to see their hard-earned tax dollars or any tax dollars go to corporate welfare for any corporation, whether it's Bears franchise or anything else. Public money, we've learned from what happened in 2001, as you eloquently described, uh, our taxpayers of Chicago still owe $460 million on the bonds from that. The notion that the current mayor, Lightfoot, would go out and spend another $2 billion to put a dome over Soldier Field, uh, that's not the right way to go with public money. Uh, the Bears are now worth $4 billion, their franchise. If they want a stadium, uh, they should pay for it themselves, as some of the NFL teams have done around the country. Uh, not the Chicago taxpayers footing another bill uh, to put a dome over Soldier Field. The best way to go in my opinion, and definitely the current situation is where the mayor wants to use naming rights in order to finance this latest uh, $2 billion uh, extravaganza, is the best way to do it is to invest in people in the Chicago area, in the city of Chicago in particular, uh, fighting violence, investing in education, early childhood education, making sure we have good jobs for everybody. That's what the people want the mayor to do, not to give in to uh, insiders who want to take billions of dollars, give it to the bears and uh, leave everyday people uh, holding the bag. The dome was only one of three scenarios the mayor outlined. There was a dome-ready scenario, a little bit cheaper, preparing the stadium to accept a dome, but not actually building the lid. And finally, to let the Bears leave and proceed with a more modest, but still roughly $1 billion plan to renovate the stadium for soccer, for the Chicago Fire, for college football games, for concerts, and other potential uses. The mayor hasn't said how she would bankroll any of this beyond that there will be a feasibility study and that she would use the tasteful sale of naming rights for part of, part of it. But even <laughs> if she could identify the money, is this the best use of limited tax dollars at a time when the avalanche of federal stimulus funds will be drying up, when crime is rampant and the $33 billion pension crisis remains largely unsolved? And the answer is no, it's not a good use of public money to deal with the important issues of fighting crime and fighting violence to making sure you pay your debts that the city already has. Uh, we don't need to have more debts. Uh, and that's really the purpose of a referendum, uh, Fran, because uh, the mayor, when she says a tasteful renaming of Soldier Field, that's a lot of baloney. Uh, the basic way to protect Soldier Field 
in its name is to keep the name the same as the way as it was when it was originally dedicated and certainly after September 11th of 2001 where our country was attacked and all of these men and women from around America volunteered to go to the face of danger as governor and lieutenant governor of Illinois I went to Iraq twice and to Afghanistan uh, once. I was uh, governor of Illinois and I was commander in chief of our Illinois National Guard. And we sent 3,700 guardsmen in the summer of 2009 to Afghanistan, the biggest deployment of the Illinois National Guard since World War II. And we we lost 19 Illinois soldiers there in Afghanistan uh, to honor their memory their sacred uh, commitment to our democracy, we shouldn't just frivolously sell a name of a war memorial. Uh, That is not the right way to go. To attach a corporate name to Soldier Field is to dishonor the memory of the sacrifice of all those soldiers who gave their lives in Iraq and Afghanistan and Korea and Vietnam and World War II, World War I, and all the other conflicts our country's been involved in, there does have to be a point where the people say in a referendum, what is sacred remains sacred. We're not going to let politicians take a war memorial and sell its name to some big corporation with a wad full of dollars. But you know that the city council and the mayor have a history of using the three referendum per election limit to crowd out controversial questions and put innocuous ones on the ballot. How do you expect these questions, particularly the naming rights question, ever to get on the ballot when doing it, putting it on the ballot, might really further rile up an already very angry electorate who might run to the polls to vote incumbents out, including the the incumbent aldermen. They're not going to, this is a self-preservation thing for them, isn't it? Well, I would say to the aldermen of the city council and to the mayor, Mayor Lightfoot, the smart and right thing to do is to put this question on the ballot and settle once and for all We thought it was settled in 2001 when Mayor Daley said it will be soldier field forever, always. That's what the mayor said back um, right after 9-11. Now, we don't want a future mayor, such as Mayor Lightfoot, to change that. Uh, And so having a referendum where the people give directions to the politicians. A lot of times incumbent politicians like to tell people what to do. Sometimes it's very important for the people to tell the politicians what to do. And in this case... The good name of Soldier Field needs to be protected. And Mayor uh, Lightfoot needs that message. So do the aldermen. I think it would be very unwise for them to get in the way of having this referendum uh, next February when we reelect or elect a new mayor. uh, Same way with all the aldermen. Uh, They ought to listen to the people better. We need to have more of that in Chicago. Of all the cities in America, we don't have enough voter referendums in Chicago where the people get to call the shots. Is this stadium plan ever going to see the light of day? I kind of, when I was listening to the mayor and Bob Dunn, the stadium developer, he of the Central Station Project, outlined this plan, I kind of remembered back to Rahm Emanuel's proposal to join forces with Elon Musk 
on an express train between downtown and O'Hare. I got the feeling on that day that, boy, this thing is never going to see the light of day. This is a pipe dream and a half. We're never going to see this happen. Sure enough, Rahm Emanuel left office before it ever could happen, didn't happen, disappeared, just as Daly's idea to do the same once was. And so do you think this any of these glitzy stadium plans are ever going to see the light of day, or are the Bears as good as gone for Arlington Heights, where they have an option to purchase the uh, site of the old Arlington International Race Course for $197 million. Well, that's up to the Bears. If they break their lease, they're going to have to pay a penalty. Uh, I don't think the Bears can just whisk off to Arlington no. Heights when they. No, lease. but it's, it's, it's mild in the scheme of things. You know, if they're yeah. building a, a well, know, multi, we'll, we'll multi billion. Um, you know, the Bears signed a lease after the people of Chicago forked up $660 million to remodel Soldier Field back in 2001. If they take off for a different place uh, and break their lease, um, besides having to pay a penalty, a monetary penalty, there may be other things that they legally have to answer for. Uh, that happened down in St. Louis when their owner of the St. Louis football Cardinals decided he wanted to take off for Los Angeles. Ultimately, he was called upon to uh, testify in a deposition about why he broke the lease and why he was doing what he was doing. And so there are some remedies that the people of Chicago who had paid for this previous remodeling, we are still paying, as you point out, it's like 460 million still on the bonds that we still, the taxpayers have to foot the bill for. Um, we don't let anybody, big corporations or sports franchises, boss the people around. We don't believe in corporate welfare. Uh, I think uh, we need to have the welfare of everyday people who live from paycheck to paycheck trying to keep safe. That's what's important. And uh, uh, I think it's important for the mayor to stick up for everyday people and not just the, the big shots. Well, what legal remedies are you suggesting other than them buying out the lease if they leave? Well, what happened, in St. Louis, it was, what happened in St. Louis, there's some real legal questions about why they were breaking their lease. And the city of St. Louis and taxpayers there uh, brought a lawsuit and wanted the owner of the Cardinals to testify in the lawsuit. And uh, he decided after a while he wasn't going to testify for whatever reason. And uh, they had to pay damages and penalties. Uh, and I think that may happen if uh, the Bears break their lease and decide to go somewhere else. The bottom line is, whether you live in Arlington Heights or Chicago or anywhere else in Illinois, I was governor of Illinois for six years, we don't want our taxpayers footing the bill for a $4 billion franchise that can afford its own stadium. If they want to build a new stadium, pay for it with their own money. And that's happened in the NFL and other places. Uh, having the hardworking taxpayers of Illinois and Chicago having to foot the bill for big-time franchise owners uh, just isn't the way to go in 21st century Chicago or 21st century America. What about the propriety of Lightfoot having the plan devised by Bob Dunn of Landmark Development, who has a vested interest in a revived soldier field with the Bears as tenant? He, the developer of Central Station, this massive project that he wants to build west of Soldier Field atop a mass transit 
tabletop, and it depends on city and state support for six and a half billion dollar subsidy. The mayor and the governor have been cool to that. Doesn't the mayor now owe Bob Dunn? Doesn't he have a vested interest? Should she have relied on him on this? Yeah, it's disturbing the the conflicts there. The particular strongest proponent besides Mayor Lightfoot of this dome stadium happens to be a guy who wants a $6 billion subsidy next door, uh, you know, all paid for by taxpayers. Uh, we got to put taxpayers first, not the folks who are the insiders who uh, kind of get away with uh, these projects that ultimately the taxpayers have to bail out. And I think the, the mayor of Chicago should stand up for the people who are paying property taxes and fines and fees and all the other levies that folks are are being uh, assessed in our city, uh, not to be frivolous with the taxpayer money. And this project that we saw yesterday, I think, is not well uh, well designed or well thought out. It's not common sense. Uh, the best way to help the most people in Chicago right now is public safety, fighting violence, investing in education, and fighting hard for good jobs you can support a family on. Uh, we can't lose track of those fundamental reasons that we have a government in Chicago or anywhere else in America. And the folks who come around with these pie-in-the-sky proposals that oftentimes are preposterous and they end up uh, making a lot of money out of it at taxpayer expense. We need to tell them to get to the end of the line and see you later. Bye. Well, Bob Dunn is a stadium expert. After all, he's advised all of the Bears central division opponents on stadiums. He's not without stadium expertise, but what troubles you about her use of him in this fashion? Well, the problem is he has another proposal across Lakeshore Drive, I guess. Uh, it's called Central Station, where he went down to Springfield and wanted to guarantee, I think, of $6 billion to build the project. So uh, his hands are definitely in two different places, one with Soldier Field and trying to get the naming rights so they can float bonds to put build a uh, dome over Soldier Field, and then also across Lakeshore Drive to this so-called central station. I don't think that's, he's not neutral. He's obviously has a vested interest in that project and the mayor should be wary of that. Uh, you know, being a cheerleader for uh, any kind of project that involves $2.2 billion of money for a dome soldier field, when we still as taxpayers owe $460 million from the remodeling that the city did for the Bears of Soldier Field back 20 years ago. Uh, and then the next thing we hear is in order to pay for this new remodeling of the dome, uh, we'll have to sell the naming rights of Soldier Field. Enough is enough. It's time to say taxpayers come first, not those with these pie-in-the-sky uh, ludicrous proposals. You voted for Lori Lightfoot. I believe you said you had a sign on your lawn for her. You contributed I to did. her campaign. Is that right? Yes, Okay. Uh, yeah, in the runoff, I uh, did support uh, Lori Lightfoot running. Uh, I spoke at a rally for her. Uh, she had told me and everybody else that she was for term limits on the mayor, just like they have in New York and Los Angeles and Houston and Philadelphia, the 10 largest cities in America, every single one as a term limit on the mayor, two-term limit. 
Lloyd Lightford campaigned on that, and I passed petitions for a referendum on that, and I believed her. I've been very disappointed that I actually asked her at a, a town meeting not too long ago, well, Mayor, how about it? Let's get going. Let's get this term limits on the ballot. It's the only way under the Illinois Constitution you can have a term limit on the mayor of Chicago. The voters got to vote for it. They have in 25 other cities in Illinois, including Springfield and Naperville, imposed term limits on the mayor. Let's do it here in Chicago. And she scoffed at that, and I think she's kind of losing track of who counts the most. It's the uh, not people staying in office, but rather the voters who are promised something that's a reform that will reform campaign finance, among other things. A two-term limit on the mayor of Chicago is just like we have for president of the United States. Uh, let's have a vote on it next uh, February. Let the people speak. You've done a poll that shows her approval rating at 25.8%. Does it show a path to victory for a 74-year-old former governor? Number one, I'm not 74. I'm 73. I played okay. basketball last Excuse night. Excuse me. <laughs> I was shooting uh, last night at Union Park, a group of young people uh, who are playing next to me. Uh, they saw me shooting and they said, gee, that guy is making more than he's missing. And uh, they didn't ask how old I was. They asked whether I can do the job, getting the ball in the, in the basket. So I served as governor for six years in a very difficult time for our state. Blagojevich was removed from office. The national economy was really going in the ditch and our state budget was a mess. And I navigated our state through that. And uh, I think I can navigate our city through its crisis right now. Uh, you gotta have people who know what they're doing and uh, believe in the everyday voters of our city that uh, in my opinion, it's everybody and nobody left out when it comes to rescuing Chicago. What has disappointed you so much to this degree that you would consider running yourself? What about her administration and her has so disappointed you? Well, I think when you make a promise, a solemn promise, especially like on term limits for yourself, you got to keep that promise. When I became governor after Blagojevich, I said we needed to have a recall amendment in our Illinois Constitution. I got the House and the Senate to vote for that, and, and then I campaigned for it, and the voters approved a recall amendment in the Illinois Constitu Constitution. I think the mayor should have done that. Uh, for Is that the limits. only thing, though? Is there anything well, more that disappointed yeah, you? Your personal credibility, I think, is very vital if you're a mayor or governor or president of the United States. Other things... I think you have to bring, bring people together, not divide folks. I think it's very important that we have everybody in and nobody feels left out. That was my philosophy as governor, and I think that's the best philosophy for a mayor. And too often, I think a lot of folks feel that they have been left out. And what about crime? Well, obviously, it's a serious problem and violence in particular in the city. I live on the west side. I was born in South Shore on the South Side. I've lived in the same house for 39 years in Chicago on the West Side. And every part, I live in Austin. It's a part of Austin called Galewood. And uh, I think it's important that everybody feel their home, their personal safety is secure. Right now, it's far too many people, really hundreds of thousands of people in Chicago every night are worried. And that is not acceptable. We've got to have a mayor 
who can, has the confidence of the voters and trust the voters uh, to sometimes, you know, the mayor got, has to go to the voters and have specific proposals and say, listen, I think we should do it this way. But before we go in that direction, I'm going to ask you to approve that in a referendum. Uh, you know, we've got to invest in our children and all of our people. I did that as governor and uh, I think I did it pretty well. So it sounds like you're running then. Well, I'm going to take the rest of the summer. I uh, have visited with people in groups, uh, in parades, uh, in petitions uh, all summer long. And I'm going to continue that the rest of the summer. But uh, we do need to have on the ballot uh, good alternatives uh, to what we're seeing right now. Uh, I would plead with Mayor uh, Lightfoot, uh, please keep your promise on the term limits for the mayor. Uh, that is a solemn promise that you haven't delivered on, and uh, it's time to do that. And uh, When I will think, you uh, be uh, making up your mind officially? I'd say Later. towards the end of summer. Yeah, there's, you know, you file the petitions, Fran, I think it's November 21st is the first day. Uh, so you have to do a petition drive, and, uh, you know, I know how to do that, and uh, there's ample time to visit with as many people as possible. Uh, I've organized petition drive and campaigns for almost, I guess, almost 50 years. And uh, I know how to organize people uh, in movements that make a difference. You mentioned the Citizen Utility Board, Illinois' largest consumer group. How did we get that? How did we beat Commonwealth Edison? Uh, we did it by putting it on the ballot the people voted for it. The legislature passed it into law. And we need to do that in a variety of different places across Chicago, across Illinois. Quickly, before we let you go, how do you feel about J.B. Pritzker flirting with running for president, going to New Hampshire and Florida before he's <laughs> ever been reelected? Well, I'm all for J.B. being reelected. Uh, he did, a, I think, has done a solid job. I'm very, very happy he beat Rauner, who did a terrible job. It hurt Illinois a great deal. Uh, but I would say to JB, always keep your eye on the ball. The election's November 8th of this year. Uh, pretty much keep your eye on Illinois, uh, land of Lincoln. It is the best re representative uh, of the demographics of our country, our state of Illinois. So if you can win in Illinois and win against the opponent you have in November, uh, that's a good way to tell America you know how to uh, govern a whole country. Okay. Your relationship with Rahm Emanuel was a very difficult one. In a, in a nutshell, why was that? Well, you know, the, I believe strongly in things of grassroots nature. Uh, I, from time to time, uh, Ram didn't agree with me on everything. So uh, that does happen. I did as much as I could to help the city of Chicago, the people of Chicago when I was governor. Frankly, the money comes from Springfield to Chicago when it comes to grants and investments. And it doesn't come really Chicago giving grants to the state of Illinois. And uh, on a number of occasions, uh, rebuilding the red line, uh, taking care of the Wacker underground, uh, building community centers in Chicago, including an indoor track on the south side. All those are projects I did with the city. And, uh, you know, I didn't always agree with Emmanuel. I think everybody knows that, but I still understood Investing in the people of Chicago, very important mission for everybody in Illinois. Okay. Uh, former Governor Pat Quinn will wait for your decision on the mayor's race. In the meantime, good luck with your referenda drive, and we will see you all next week. 
Okay, good to talk to you, Frank. Keep up the good work.